1: It's a very competitive market, the smartphone market. Keeping you updated and educated. This is a device that combines a tablet, a laptop, and a sketchpad. This is the Tech Guide podcast. This is the future wireless earphones. Tech Guide. What you see is what you get. Quality is obvious.
0: Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen
1: Fennec. Tech Guide, episode two hundred and twenty six. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you always updated and always educated about the latest consumer tech news views and reviews. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And first time listeners, hello and welcome. We hope you enjoy the show. My name is Stephen Fenick. I'm the editor of TechGuide.com.au on this week's show, changing the way we recharge our devices at home why smartphone users are at risk of losing their photos, and we are still not taking precautions online and making it easier for hackers. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the new smart and portable air pump And the Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones, as well as the activity tracker designed just for kids. And we'll wrap it up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products. And also Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. Plenty to talk about, so let's jump straight in. Well, here's the usual scenario when you need to charge your mobile devices. You find your charger, you find your cable, and then you try and find a PowerPoint. Now, if you're in a home sharing uh, the PowerPoints with everyone else in the household or maybe uh, with other people in your office, the PowerPoints sometimes run out very quickly, especially when we're all looking to charge at the same time. Well, that is all about to change, and it's the way we charge our devices uh, is, is going to come down to this new technology that was being introduced by DuPont, and they've got this new surface called Corian. It's a charging surface that, uh, that includes induction technology. Now, what that basically means is that rather than you plugging your device into the wall, you simply place it on the surface and it will charge wirelessly. There are already several devices that have built-in charging receivers. In other words, you put them on the plate, and they can pick up the charge through that induction technology. So you don't need to reach for a cable, don't need to plug anything in. You just place them in the on these these surfaces, and they will charge. So how it works is... You decide which surface that you want to turn into uh, the charges, and and you, logically you look at places where uh, you, you spend a lot of time. So it might be in in the kitchen, or maybe in your bedroom, or the bathroom, or in a perhaps in, in on your desk in in your in your office or in your home office, or even in in areas like hospitality areas, maybe uh, in a, a counter uh, in a cafe, places like that. I've actually seen this technology in uh, in the US so there were some Starbucks cafes in, in New York that I saw had this technology so while you're sitting there drinking your coffee you can simply place your device on that charging the charging spot it's marked so there's, got, there's a circle you put your phone on it and your phone starts charging but what about if you don't have that internal receiver built in? Not all phones have it. Some Android devices, the Samsung, the uh, Galaxy S6 and, and S7s, they all had them. But what about if your phone doesn't have it? Say you've got an iPhone. Uh, they definitely don't have a wireless receiver to, for, for this type of induction charging. Well, what you can do is actually connect an adapter. So the uh, an adapter would connect to the iPhone for example through the lightning port and it's just a small circular adapter so that that portion would be resting on the charging plate and then it would then apply that charge to the iPhone so all you need to do is simply plug in a little adapter to the to the lightning port of the iPhone place it on this charging surface and you your phone is being charged now the the speed of the charge is the same as if it would be connected with a cable to the PowerPoint. So that's, uh, it's, it's uh, no different in terms of time there, but in terms of convenience, it's much better. No more cables, no more charges, and no more looking for PowerPoints. The PowerPoints can be left for other things, like connecting your toaster and things like that, like they're supposed to be doing but uh the the you can only charge one device at a time per spot, so the, the surface it might be your kitchen counter, it might be your bedside table uh there there's areas designated as the charging zones and underneath. Uh, in my story on Tech Guide, I've included a little cross-section of how it would look like. So there's a little transmitter underneath the surface, the Corian surface, so it's conductive. So then that applies then to, uh, it transmits that that power signal through the surface to the charge spot so that you place your phone on that on that spot and uh, it gets charged. Now, it's also smart because it cuts off the pl- the power supply when it detects that your device is fully charged. So it's not going to overcharge your phone or tablet or whatever whatever your product you happen to be connecting. Now, it's not powerful enough to c- to charge a laptop, for example. That requires a lot more power. But for a tablet and definitely a smartphone, uh, you're in luck there. The, uh, the, the company is DuPont, a very well-known company. The Surface is called Corian. And it is available for you to check out now. Uh, you can still use your phone, by the way, while it's charging on that spot. But as I said, only one spot, one phone per spot, per charging spot. So it's great solution for home, great solution for the office. And it's going to change the way you look at charging. All you need to do is simply put your phone down onto a surface to charge it and it'll do the rest of the job there for you. And it and just as quickly as if you've got it connected to a PowerPoint. If you want to check that out, see, take a bit of a close look, see how it all works, you can check that right out at techguide.com.au.
0: Tech Guide. Keeping you updated
1: and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Caught up with some interesting stats that were supplied by Otterbox. Otterbox is a company that makes protective smartphone cases for iPhones, Samsungs, various other devices. I think even Google Pixel now have uh, Otterbox cases. And the idea of an Otterbox case is to protect your device and uh, something that a lot of people don't do. Without a case, people drop their phone and often the result is a smash screen uh, and, and possibly a destroyed phone. The phone might not work anymore. Now, the downside of that is is the potential for losing some of your content, and by that I mean your photos. Uh, it, it's not uncommon to, if, if a screen's broken or a phone's broken, for users to lose images. There was a, a research, some research commissioned by Otterbox, and it shows that 34% of Australians aged between 18 and 35 have lost up to a thousand images that were stored on their mobile devices more than 60% of people are using their phones daily as a camera and some every second day but the bulk of us are using them uh, to take our photos and only 57% though of the, of people who were surveyed by Otterbox actually back up their phone so what happens in the event of some damage or maybe your phone potentially being destroyed All those pictures are lost. One in three people admitted to losing images as a result of damaging their device. So this is not an uncommon problem. So two things we need to look at here. The first is protecting your phone. Put a case on it. OtterBox makes some great cases and this this research is a great way for them to showcase the reason why, uh, one of the reasons why, you need to protect your device. So get a case, protect your device. And if you are are taking lots of photos, back up your phone, back it up, connect it to the computer, send it up to the cloud, have a backup of your images. Now, of the Australians that were surveyed, the Northern Territorians were deemed the clumsiest. In other words, they've damaged more phones than anyone else. 44% of the damaged phones came from people from the Northern Territory, and they were followed by Queensland and Tasmania as the next most clumsiest states in Australia. So having that protective case will save you having to repair a screen. How often have you seen cracked screens? It's cost about $120, $150 to repair, depending on the type of phone it is and the size of the screen. But the cost that, that, that you will incur here might not be just the actual price of the replacement screen the other cost could be losing images and a screen can be replaced but your photos can't so it's well worth your time to back up your device get a nice case and save your images and here's the funny thing Women take more photos on their phone than men. Of all uh, the people who take pictures daily on their phone, 47% of female and than the rest of men. Uh, 33% men take a photo every day. 47% of women take a photo every day. But men lose more images, 39% compared to 35% of women. And this is despite the fact that men... Forty nine percent back up their phones and their photos compared to thirty eight percent of women. Yet men we back up more but lose more photos. How do you figure that out? The you know, I, I, the the, the male female battle goes on right there. But bottom line, back up your images. Get a good case for your phone don't don't have don't risk breaking your screen it's going to save you money and it's going to save your photos and to me that's a pretty good deal you want to read that survey and check out those interesting stats you know where to go it's techguide.com.au
0: this episode is
1: brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your
0: selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features,
1: trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. On more than one occasion, we've spoken about internet security ...on the Tech Guide podcast and uh, this week is uh, no, in another, another opportunity that we're going to talk about online safety and what we need to do because Norton has just released its latest Cyber Security Insights and the message isn't getting through. We're still our own worst enemies online we're, and while we're still fumbling about and not taking the proper precautions online... Hackers are just getting better at what they do. They are—they've got the upper hand. Uh, th- this was really interesting to see. You found that Australians have that, that have been touched by cybercrime, but yet still don't change their ways. It's—it's it's remarkable. Secure passwords are really important, and the study showed that, would you believe, one in four Australians—that's twenty-four percent—were likely to share their passwords. That's, that's rule number one. Don't share your passwords. Have secure passwords. They're not secure if they're shared. So uh, Australians with smart devices will uh, have at least one that's unprotected. And so that makes it vulnerable to things like ransomware. Ransomware is where they can install malware on your, your computer, lock up all your files, everything that you need, and hold it to ransom. Literally ask you for money to unlock it again. Now, if you don't have a backup, if you don't have security, you're in a bit of a hole there. And, and oftentimes you, see, you hear about companies who are held to, with ransomware and uh, they've got to cough up the cash or otherwise their data's gone. So it really, really makes sense. Really important to have internet security, but to take care that, that, that's one thing you can't buy is common sense. You can buy internet security software, but you can't buy common sense. So that's one thing we need to exercise. So we're exposing ourselves here to ransomware, malware, phishing attacks as well. We're still falling for those stupid emails that, that, that purport to be from the post office or your bank. And a lot of people are still clicking, despite the fact that they've been warned to be vigilant, to use their common sense, and to not do it. Across Australia, would you believe 76% of customers know they should be protecting their information, but are still sharing passwords. The, the cautions just gone out the window. And here's the irony. The, the, the people who are the most connected, and we're talking uh, Gen Y, so the, the most connected people are the ones that are probably the least vigilant. They're They're the ones that are throwing caution to the wind. And not taking those precautions, but here are some other stats that we've that we, we spoke about. Eighty-two percent of people never use a VPN. Now, what that is is a virtual private network. Because a lot of people connecting to public Wi-Fi networks that exposes your passwords, exposes your data. So you you can use a VPN. Uh, Norton has one actually, and Norton, our sponsor, has, a, has one called the uh, Wi-Fi Privacy App. That It is an app, but it's actually, in, in, in fact, it's a VPN. It's a virtual private network. So it's everything that you share through that network is hidden, hidden from everyone, including a hacker that could be sitting there snooping your information. So that is something that we really need to do. Uh, the I said too that the, the the most the the most connected people are the most complacent when it comes to online security uh millennials i 'm talking about and forty percent of them are happy to share passwords, which is just a recipe to, for disaster and and it's no surprise thirty six percent have experienced some form of cyber crime so they 're the most connected they share their passwords and yet the thirty six percent of them have been touched by cyber crime and yet they're still they're still uh, having those bad online habits. So what do you need to do? Here's what you need to do. Avoid sharing that password. So have strong passwords. Don't don't double up on the passwords. that We've spoken about many ways and applications that can be used to help you form a strong password and remember them. Uh, don't fall for phishing. Think twice before opening those messages, attachments, really, really ask yourself, is your bank really going to email you to reset your account via email? Answer, no, they're not. So don't click on that email. Uh, When installing a new network connected device, so with with smart home devices, uh, even things like routers, smart products, they have default Wi-Fi passwords. So default passwords, first thing you need to do, Change the default password because often these devices, when connected to your network, may have a preset password of maybe 0000 or 1234. If you don't change them, a hacker is just going to take a chance, bank on our laziness, and boom, they're into your system. They're in, looking inside your house. They might be looking through your security cameras or talking through your baby monitor or ringing your doorbell. These are the, these are the things we need to do. Change that, that default password uh, and just be in control. So make sure we've got the latest security software. Give ourselves a chance. We don't want to make it easier for those hackers. So... Just some tips there. I've, I've written that story on Tech Guide for you to check out, but it is well worth you taking care online because the consequences could be dire. Uh, and if you want to check out those tips that I just spoke about, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide.
0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick.
1: The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. We were just talking about this a minute ago. While public Wi-Fi at airports, hotels and cafes is convenient, it's not always safe. Did you know that accessing the web using public Wi-Fi can expose your most sensitive information, things like passwords, photos, credit card details to hackers and identity thieves? Norton Wi-Fi Privacy helps encrypt your information when you're online, so it can't be intercepted by prying eyes. So whether you're worried about hackers stealing your passwords, companies tracking your online activity, or just keeping your personal information protected, you need the new Norton Wi-Fi Privacy app. To learn more, visit au.norton.com or search for Norton Wi-Fi Privacy on the App Store or the Google Play Store.
0: Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Finney.
1: Now we've heard of lots of smart products. There's so many devices out there that are called smart. Many of them uh, deserve that name. A lot of them don't. In this case, this one definitely does. Now it's this. It's a smart air pump. Now, when we need an air pump, actually more times than you think. You you think about we need air in our tires. We need also to put air in our. Uh, maybe you want to. Uh, pump up a, a football, a soccer ball. Uh, it's a very handy thing to have. But the thing about it is that if you if you need air and you're nowhere near a service station, you know, maybe you need your tires pumped up or your bicycle tires topped up, uh, It is you, you've got to actually make an effort to get to a servo, get to a pump and top them up, pump up the ball, whatever you need to do. Well, the new Smart Air Pump air pump from UOMI, and that's spelled U-O-M-I. It sounds like UOMI, UOMI money. Well, UOMI is the name, uh, th- this is a brand, uh, the brand that puts out the smart air pump. Model number is the M1, by the way. This is a device that's about the size of a smartphone. It's slightly smaller than the iPhone 7 Plus, uh, a little bit fatter than the iPhone 7 Plus. And down on one end, is an on button, a display, uh, and a couple of keys. And on the other end is the an outlet for you to park to connect the little the the tube that comes with it. So it allows you then to connect it to your car tire, your bicycle tire. There's even a, a needle to to be able to pump up a, a football. You know, you put it into the bladder there, and the needle pumps up the footy, the soccer ball. And with the display, it allows you to choose the PSI. Often on the side of the tire or the footy or whatever you happen to be pumping up, there is normally a value written there. In the case of a, a footy, for example, it might be 59 PSI. Uh, that's pressure per square inch. So what you can do then is enter that PSI value on the side of the UOMI smart air pump. Uh, you then you connect the pipe, put that into the footy. The other end, uh, connect it to the device, and then you hit the on button, you hit the start button, and then this device, there's there's inside is like a a miniature bellows. So it's it's pumping, you hear the noise, it is quite noisy, but it means it's pumping air back and forth, back and forth, and forcing it through the tube, into the tyre, into the footy, uh, into the bicycle tyre, whatever you happen to be pumping up. And because you've, you've set the limit, it will only pump it to that pressure. So even before you start, when it when it the the pressures equalise, you, you can actually tell how much pressure is in the tyre, in the footy or whatever you happen to be pumping up beforehand. So you know, so it knows then how much it needs to pump up your tyre. Now this isn't going to pump up massive four wheel drive tyres, uh, but it can certainly top them up. If you're not quite full, if you can see you you need a little bit of a top up, they're looking a little bit flat. This can do it. Uh, you can pump up. Uh, you can fully pump up your bike. If you had a bicycle tyre, it could pump it up in about ninety seconds, maybe a minute to ninety seconds each tyre. So you could be pumped up, uh, ready to go in about two and a half to three minutes on your bicycle. The football takes less than a minute. I, I, I've tried I've, during my review. I pumped up a footy and it took less than a minute and and you could feel the air going in and when when a when a footy's deflated you obviously can press the sides in but when once this thing got going and and was nearing its uh, its desired psi level and the, the ball was pumped up ready to go uh, and uh, a really easy thing to do it be it's ideal if if you're a footy team have, have pump up all the tires at training all the or all the footies I, I should say at training Rather than someone to think, oh, did someone remember to bring the pump? You've got to manually pump them or take it down the servo. Uh, it, this makes it so much easier. And small enough to fit in your glove box. So if you need a top-up of, of air in your tires, this can easily do it. Uh, it. But you need to remember to charge this, of course. It charges completely in two and a half hours. So this charges this little micro, micro USB port on the front. So you've got to charge this as well. And it creates that air, like I said, using this sort of bellow system inside. So it gives you that intelligent air pressure control. It allows you to pump up whatever you need, whether it's your tires, your footies, your soccer balls or your bicycle tires. It's small enough for a bike rider to carry it around. Uh, This is a really handy device to have. Now, where do you get it? The UOMI Smart Air Pump is available from our good friends at Mr. Mobile. Their website is mrmobile.net.au, but you can click through and check out our review at techguide.com.au.
0: Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick.
1: Now, we love a a good set of headphones, and we had the chance this week to review the new Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones. And I have to say, they're probably one of the best pairs of headphones I've reviewed uh, in the past year. Beats, uh, which is now owned by Apple, as you all know, have been making good quality headphones for quite some time and good quality wireless headphones as well. The wireless aspect is even more relevant, considering that the recently released iPhone 7 had one little feature missing, and that was the headphone jack. Well, you can, you're can you not going to miss it at all with the Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones, because it's got Bluetooth. It does have a cable, by the way, if you run out of battery, which I'll talk about later, but no good to you if you're using an iPhone 7. If you're using another device with a headphone jack, then you're out. Of, then you're out of trouble, but the Beats headphones are exceptional, and not only do they look great, they're available in a number of colours, and the colours that match the iPhones. Funny enough, uh, the the pair that we reviewed were actually gloss black. So if you're one of the rare people. That got the hands on an iPhone 7 or iPhone 7 Plus gloss black, then uh, your headphones, there's a pair of headphones to match your device, as is uh, if you've got rose gold and silver and gold and some other colors there as well. There there are several, there's eight colors in total. So uh, you can knock yourself out there, whatever color you want to choose, whether you want to match your phone or you just like a particular color, uh, that's what you can do. Now, what I liked about this is it's Bluetooth, of course, but Apple uh, decided we're going to make this a hell of a lot easier for customers to connect to iPhones, iPads, and other Apple products. Uh, They've got this new technology that allows you simply to put the phone and the headphones together, kind of like their own little version of NFC, for, for you to pair it. And when you do that, a little window opens up, and you just hit the button to connect, and that's it. You're done. And what it does, it registers that device. So in this case, the Beats Solo 3 wireless, it registers that connection on iCloud. So now any device connected to your iCloud account, whether it be your iPad or your Mac, are uh, also when you want to use it with the headphones, they are, they can be simply connected in the same way as well. So Apple making it even more convenient right there. Now on the design side, uh, they haven't changed too much from the previous model. Uh, They weigh only 215 grams, which uh, you're not even going to know they're on your head after a little while. Uh, When you wear them, uh, it does form a nice tight little seal around your ears. Those ear cups create a bit of a passive noise cancellation uh, as well. By that, I mean... They cancel out noise simply by putting uh, sealing your ear rather than active uh, noise cancellation, which uses microphones to re- send a reverse wave, uh, sound wave. It doesn't do that, but it does give you some good passive noise cancellation as well, so you can hear your music even better. Uh, the audio quality on this... Uh, I'm really impressed because in the past Beats headphones have been really bass heavy. They're real. They're real street headphones. You know what I mean? Like a lot of younger people like it. Really heavy bass. Uh, I think older people tended to like so their bass a bit more balanced, and that's probably why a lot more of in uh, over forties buyer brands like Bose and those other other brands. But here with Beats, I think. Uh, they have decided to sort of offer a more well-balanced bass level, which I really liked. Uh, the clarity was also exceptional. A lot of breadth to the sounds. It was a really big sound that, that came in. I don't mean loud. I mean, had plenty there to hear. And of course, even high volume, virtually no distortion, none at all. Uh, so sounded great. Any volume level uh, beats have knocked it out of the park in terms of audio quality. On the outside, you've got some controls, so you can easily uh, control your music, even answer your calls. That's another really impressive part of it, is that it, the microphone uh, it makes, you, it makes it easy to take your calls, uh, hear, hear, make calls, receive calls, so both ends of the conversation, your end and the person you're listening to, really clear. Surprisingly clear for a pair of headphones. I expected earphones to do a bit better than that because the microphones a bit closer with that the cable, but the headphones. These headphones did a really, really good job. Um, it's it's one of those products that uh, is you know looks good, sounds good, and the battery lasts a long time as well. Battery wise, you're going to get up to 40 hours of playback here, so that 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 could be a whole week of commuting, but to and from work listening to your, to your music before you need to reach for the charger. Now, speaking of the charger, there's a great feature called the fast fuel function. So how often, I'm sure many of you have picked up your headphones and found, oh, there's no charge left. But with this, with the Beats Solo 3 wireless, the fast fuel function means you can connect it to a charger for five minutes and that's going to get you three hours of playback. So if you charge it up in the morning for five minutes, that's enough for your train ride to work and, and your train ride home. You could be listening to this very podcast through those headphones uh, on your commute. So uh, a really great feature there. And if you do run out of battery and you do have your cable and you have a headphone jack, as I mentioned earlier, you can still listen to it uh, just like a normal pair of headphones. So through the cable iPhone 7 users, you're out of luck, you need wireless, or or if you have your adapter with you, you can pop the adapter in the lightning port, and then stick the 3.5mm jack into that adapter as well, if you must, so uh, that's another option too. The Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones are priced at $399, now... That might sound expensive, but I've got to say that it is, uh, does hold easily hold its own, if not more, against the competition at this price uh that's what you pay for for great sounding headphones i think the bose qc 35s which are also exceptional they've got active noise cancellation also wireless they're 499 dollars, so this is definitely in the ballpark the beats solo 3 wireless if you're to read our complete review you can check it out at techguide.com.au Now, there are so many fitness wearables on the market. We've got our Fitbits and our Garmin's and all these other devices that you wear them on your wrist and you count your steps and your activities and your calories you burn and that's all well and good. And But the thing is, though, that uh, there aren't many designed for younger users and I'm talking about kids and in this day and age, there is an issue with uh, childhood obesity and, and just the general health of children. Uh, there are, a lot of them are overweight. A lot of them need to maybe put down the PlayStation controller, get off the iPad, and get out there and do some stuff. But this new device here can help them do just that. This is a, a, a product from made by a couple of Australian entrepreneurs. They've created this this uh, activity tracker called the E Turbo. It's designed for kids aged between 5 and 12, and it has just your simple functionality, so your steps, and keeps track of your heart rate. So it doesn't have GPS and all those other fancy features. It's pretty. It's fairly simple, so it tracks your steps and your heart rate. But where the e-Turbo differs from other wearables is that it kind of gamifies the whole thing. By that, I mean that eTurbo has a backup app, an online ecosystem, where the steps that you take each day, and the more the better, acts as currency in this online world. So a, a young a youngster would be encouraged to walk those steps, get those extra points, so they can unlock more content in this online world. It was created by nation, uh, the entrepreneurs Catherine Pace and Amy Atkins. They are the ones who came up with the idea. And the, the whole concept for the tracker is to get kids moving even more. It's gonna, this is going to encourage them to want to move more. So those that extra every thousand steps they take, kids can unlock games and other digital content, access videos, sporting tips, and other things on, on the app so uh, they can do more. So the more they move, the more stuff they've got access to within the app. And we're talking about, you know, games, building worlds, uh, and other other cool video content. And you can add your friends and, and have some chat on there as well. Uh, everything's monitored. It's a safe environment for kids so parents can rest at ease that they're going to have, not only going to have a lot of steps, they're going to want to do a lot of steps every day, but the online community is safe as well. Well worth a try, I think the eTurbo might create a little bit of competition among your kids and their friends who does more steps, who can unlock more content. Uh, a brilliant idea, and it's an Australian idea, and you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated, this is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And you can meet Orby the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no dropped connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square meters through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favorite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi Tri-Band Wi-Fi systems works with your existing modem to maximize the speed you're already paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Tech guide. Now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk this week uh, is uh, about an email I received. It's about uh, the the subject of the email or the content of the email was a question about uh, a a person wanting to buy their elderly mother a device to be able to play games, to access their emails, browse the web. They were using a laptop. It was getting a little bit tough for them. Uh, They weren't really uh, savvy enough to sort of use that without any issues and they asked the question what what's the best option and my first thought was well i think that 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 person is an ideal candidate for a tablet i think having an ipad or an android tablet makes it light easy to carry around and really intuitive because it's a touchscreen. So they're using their fingers, using their hands to navigate, to open up apps, to do things and uh, allows them to then use it wherever they like. They could be sitting in their favorite armchair rather than having to sit at a desk and use a laptop. It's also formal. I don't think it's something that uh, a person uh, like this this uh, email sender's mother would appreciate. I think the tablet would make the whole experience a lot easier. And of course, one of the things she asked about was being able to play games. No shortage of games to play on a tablet. And because it's touch-based, you can have a lot of fun. Uh, you don't need to connect controllers and things like that you, whether it's a, a, a fun game or a word game or a Sudoku game, plenty of options there and all they need is just their finger uh, to touch the screen and enjoy whatever game they have to be playing email of course, really easy to access on your tablet as well, so they can still keep in touch, uh, still browse the web and also play as many games as they want, so I think in this case tablet is definitely the way to go and, and I don't mean like a Windows tablet, expensive tablet, an Android Android tablet and iPad, of course, they would be the best options in this case. And we've re- reviewed plenty of tablets, including all the iPads here on techguide.com.au. Wow, doesn't time fly when you're having fun? That is our show for this week. You can read about everything that we've talked about, of course, at techguide.com.au. And feel free to get in touch. Maybe your email could be our next week's Tech Guide help desk question. You can email us at info at techguide.com.au. Special shout out to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also our friends at Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Thanks for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us once again. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.